five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Welcome aboard. I'm your host, Star, and this is Interstellar Introspections. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I am really excited about this week's episode because we have so much to talk about, yet so little time. So I want to get right into it. However, I do want to include a disclaimer before we get started. I was listening back to last week's episode and I realized that even though this podcast is, you know, a self-improvement podcast, it's based in psychological aspects, it kind of, to me, I would kind of expect us to already talk about topics that may be triggering to people. And I made sure to make that type of disclaimer in the first episode, but we did discuss topics like sexual abuse in a way and, and relationship abuse and toxic and toxic situations that I should have made a fair disclaimer for. So I just want to make one today and I'm going to try and do it every episode. We never know when we're going to go or where we're going to go in our conversations. And so I just wanted to make like a full on disclaimer saying that this is a podcast that we go on tangents and we may get into really deep topics and we never know where we're going to go with them. So just that's a fair warning for this type of podcast. But without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Hi guys. So I am really excited for this episode. I have, an, I have, listen, okay, she's not a guest anymore. Celine, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, as you say. Hey, y'all, how y'all doing? <laughs> how you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you today? Not today, just how are you in general? How was your week? Uh, what was my week like? <laughs> I love okay. how you always have to think about it because like, I do so much happens I started a new job so that was pretty that was pretty fun and fresh and fit and fun we love that that is um that's definitely exciting we love a new job yeah and what else did I do I I don't even know what else I, I just really I focused on that all of my energy was in that I'm on spring break the week we're recording this but I don't really have any plans I just have schoolwork that I need to do honestly so I'm probably going to catch up on that um but yeah that was my week how, how was your week pretty good honestly I am also about to be on spring break but this week that we're recording this I have midterms so oh good luck yeah thank you that's definitely i'm looking forward to that and then after spring break which probably not gonna do anything love that that's pretty much it love that fun eventful spring break for both of us definitely not (laughs) um but yeah let's get right into this episode there's literally we have so much to talk about this episode it's very full get your popcorn get your snacks anything you guys might need to keep yourself entertained while we entertain i guess i don't freaking know um we're gonna first thing I wanted, yeah, for real um the first thing i wanted to talk about though was the situation in ukraine i don't want to go too much into it because i know it is a sensitive topic however we did want to send our condolences um selena is there anything you know you'd like to say on that uh, honestly i was just thinking this today and it's so funny but 
I can't like I was just wa- like just to paint a picture I was literally walking out of class I was walking out of the doors and and there was a tv playing and it had the Ukrainian president I think it is or somebody on the Ukrainian army forces something he was making like a public statement and it was like another like count of the day about how many people had died and it was just kind of like fading in the back and I was just walking and I to myself I'm like I can't believe that there is an actual war going on in another country right now like I remember learning about wars and stuff like that but there was a legitimate war going on in the world that we are in I'm like I can't like I can't even believe that there's a war happening and it's like no it's crazy because we just live our normal lives because it's unaffecting us but in reality it is going to affect us for years to come and it's affecting us right now we just can't see it but I agree with you. I was thinking the same thing the other night when they were attacking. I sent the link. To, I sent the picture to you because I was like so scared. I, I started. I started like texting all my friends, being like, "I love you guys," because I was like, I didn't know what was gonna happen next. I. Uh, I, I mean, I, listen. They, we are grateful for the position we're in in this country. Thank God, you know. One hundred and ten percent. But and we should never be ungrateful for that because people really do like. And then I saw this thing today where the people that are the women and children that are coming from ukraine they're coming into poland and they're taking trains like certain people who are able to get away and all these like wealthy mothers put strollers a bunch of strollers like at the entrance of the train so that if the mothers come off with babies Mm. that they could just take a stroller because god knows what they're going through and what they're holding and they got to take the kids i was like yeah, I, I really, I was like, oh my God. And it was just a picture of a bunch of strollers. And I was like, mm-hmm. I couldn't crazy. believe it. I couldn't believe it. I said, this is really happening. But thank God for people who are like really looking out. Like those moms are like, you know what? If I was in that position, I would really need a stroller. So they really put those strollers out there. I couldn't believe it. I, I almost cried. I was like, wow, that's beautiful. That just shows how, you know, even though there's a lot of messed up humans out there, like some of us still care about each other and we're still there for each other. And exactly like we could still come together no matter mm-hmm. you know what where you're from like if you can send help if you could do anything that's really like i don't know i just can't believe that we're in this position like they're in there they're going through that as a country no. yeah like i i was all of a sudden like did you even know this was gonna happen like no like like they were like i just couldn't believe it happened so fast but this them yeah. literally attacking them but we do send our condolences and we yes you know thoughts and prayers all of that you know with you guys out there and uh, anyone with families out there i know people that have families out there i've worked with people that used to live there it's scary um but yes we send our condolences please Um, stay strong (laughs) now getting right into today's episode um there's a lot going on like i mentioned we do have a main topic we have a twilight topic and we do have some sort of like a cosmic candid um, it's a little like kind of game that'll kind of transition us into the main topic. So rather than doing a cosmic candidate first, we're going to do a Twilight topic first. Um, I did want to mention real quick, I know we usually ask for, you know, you guys to like rate the show and like subscribe on YouTube and like and comment and all that fun stuff. But another fun fact if you would like to support us adding the show into your subscription feed on apple Podcasts or spotify is the most beneficial um just to kind of get us out there and also show your support we really would appreciate it and uh, we appreciate all of your support so far guys thank you so much and 
you know, this is just the beginning. We're gonna we're we're going strong. <laughs> Please make us. We need to be like we need to be like number one podcast. One hundred percent. We can start small of New Jersey. <laughs> like we can start small and then, then we'll of the up. metro, then metro area. Metropolitan. Okay. Yes. I mean honestly, come on now, guys. <laughs> Pay my bills, please. I'm just... <laughs> okay, um... Anyways, please just jump right into these Twilight yes. topics. What do you have okay. for us today? So going into right going going right into the Twilight time topics, we're going to be talking about something we kind of hinted in last week's episode: the Mandela effect. Aaliyah, I'm excited. <laughs> this stuff is crazy. Listen, you know? and there's there's been a resurgence of it. Have you been watching TikTok lately? let me tell you something it's just so funny because we were talking about this when we brought it up and then i sort of got a couple of these after the thing the filter was trending on tiktok so describe it to us and so that way we could see it or because we can't see anything <laughs> well we can't see anything but i can explain it and i'm p- pretty sure people know what i'm talking about it's like the filter where it's like you tilt your head towards which one it shows you two pictures of the same thing so like it'll be like the frosted flakes box with Tony's like scarf being a different color I think then another not him having it on or something like that and then you have to like whatever you remember in your brain and your mind <laughs> remembering of what it looks like you'll tilt that way and then it'll tell you if that was actually it or not like you'll tilt the way you think and then so many people were like what the hell like they were tilting the wrong way because they were remembering it a different way. And honestly, like, I remember when this first Mandela effect came out. And do you know why it's called the Mandela effect? I I did look up a definition because I was a little confused on exactly what it was. Because uh, I, I was, I would just wanted to, I just didn't know exactly how to describe something like this. Because it really is such a weird phenomenon. It is. Um, Verywellmind.com describes it as... Uh, and I quote, refers to a situation in which a large mass of people believes that an event occurred when it did not. Um, this was first introduced during a situation where basically there is this person, his, he was a very big historical uh, activist, uh, and his name was Nelson Mandel. And he was believed to have died like before the year 2000. I'm not sure when everybody, or I'm not sure when everybody thought he died, but turned out he actually died in 2013. Yeah, so when he died, he died like a long, and it was even, not to cut you off, <clears throat> but I remember, because I wrote a paper on this, and you can fact check me, but I don't know, but it was even in a book that he had died. It was written that like oh, really? Nelson Mandela died. Yeah. So when he that. actually, this, so when he actually did die, that's why people were so confused. That makes sense though, because when you see something written down and you're like setting it in school, like you you learn to believe it. So like when something happens and you're like, "What the frick? I I read that he died." Like that's really random. Yeah, it's just it's like such a phenomenon. Like it's just the weirdest thing. I don't know how these things happen, but I always thought this was so interesting. Some people say that it's just misremembering things, or that like like for example, like some Mandela's are like things that could be easily like mistaken for something else. Like if Tony has his, Tony the tiger has his scarf or if he doesn't or his bandana or if he doesn't, um, or if the target logo has a red dot in the middle, or if it has a white dot in the middle. Um, it's hard to talk about this topic without showing them to you guys, but 
a lot of podcasts have talked about Mandela. So I feel like if we can describe them, you guys can get a visual. You'll know. Exactly. You'll know what we're talking about. And you could also I... just look it up, honestly. All right. Don't be so... Don't don't tell them what, what to do. Well, I'm just saying they could. They could look up Target Mandela and they'll see. So that way they could really you know, <laughs> participate. If you, if you really want to participate, you can you can have some you can have your phone next to you, however you're listening to us. Mm-hmm. You know, open up another tab and just start Googling all these things as mm-hmm. per Lewis. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Um exactly. <laughs> now, uh, Celine, I don't know if you read the notes that I wrote. So do you know what okay, before you actually before I ask you this. Why do you think we feel Mandela's? Like, why do you think that happens? And then I'll tell you well, like, what I, people think. So I think why it happens is because we're, it's like our brain kind of playing tricks on us in a way. So mm-hmm. if you, if like, oh my God, the the one thing that I, I remember, the Bernstein Bears. No, because Mandela, I can't, that was, that was freaking, that freaking shook the world. <laughs> that one shook the world. But why is it that we as a whole remember it such a certain way, but it was never actually that way? Like I always thought about it. So what I thought it was is that it's because word of mouth. So if you're talking about it, like you're remembering the Bernstein Bears and you're talking about it with somebody else and they mm-hmm. remember it the same way you do, but it's not the right way, you're going to believe that the way that you remembered it is the right way. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like it's no, like yeah. word of mouth. So it's like, like the thing with Tony the Tiger, like, I don't know like it's just like when you have those conversations I don't know why you'd be talking about Tony the Tiger but if you were you would remember him wearing something a certain way and then that's just how you would remember it because that's how you remember talking about it you know what I'm saying so I feel like that is why this happens because I know the Bernstein Bears that one shook me to my core I couldn't believe it I have a thousand of those books I couldn't believe it and if you guys, the people who aren't familiar so, with the Bernstein yeah. Bears, the Mandela is that there was, it, the Bernstein Bears were spelt with an I and an E, not an A and an I, but they're actually spelled with an A and an I. And there were VHS tapes found where they actually spelt it with the I and the E, um, which kind of also like kind of, it makes things more confusing. Like, like Celine mentioned about Nelson Mandela, like when things like that come out, that is like has historical value to it that like happened years ago it also like makes things really like it like shakes things up a little bit more because it's like oh my goodness there's actual proof that this was a thing at some point or like somebody else maybe believed it I don't I don't know um people believe that the reason that this happens though Celine I think that you're theory is a really good one and it makes a lot of sense like when people keep talking about the same thing everyone comes to like a general census on something and that makes a lot of sense a lot of the theories that are out there about the Mandela effect are more like I guess like out there theories like they're very like you'll you understand what I'm saying when I when I explain it so basically one of them is that people believe that there are multiple realities it's a multiple reality theory and that with billions and billions and billions of alternate realities all occurring at the same time, it is believed that Mandela's happened due to us crossing into another reality. So like, if there's a reality where Nelson Mandela died in 1987, something happens in our life that causes us to go into another reality where it just so happened that he hadn't died yet. And then we get into 2013 and then dies. So that's basically the like alternate reality theory. And then another theory, is that basically someone is time traveling and changing things. So like they do something in their life, 
Yeah. So they time travel and they might change something in their life, like help someone live that might've died. And that person might've, you know, been the person that created a light bulb. And so now we have a label or something crazy like that. You know what I mean? So that's like another theory out there. That's um, a little far. That's to me, that one's a little, that's stretching it. Um, go ahead though. I think it depends on who you are. Like, I definitely have my own, like, I I'm, a, I'm I could be a pretty big conspiracy theorist. I definitely have my, like, out there theories that, like, some people might think is a little crazy, but that's just because I like to think about life. I like to, like, question a lot of things. So I'm not against time traveling, but that's a different conversation. Time traveling is, like, such a different conversation that I can really get into. But I definitely think it's definitely one of the more out there theories rather than saying, you know, everyone kind of jumps to a word of mouth census, like you thought. Yeah. Um, all of these theories have things going against them, though, like every other theory out there. Um, <clears throat> if there are so many realities, there are so many little things that could be off. So like. It's so it's, it's kind of hard to explain, basically, if there are so many realities out there and it's so easy for us to change realities. Why would it be be seeing things change all the time, right? So that's like a, a contradiction. We'd be seeing things change all the time, and uh, also the fact with alternate realities is not only are there alternate realities at least believed that have little changes, but also like complete opposite lifestyle choices, like not choices, but like life lifestyles for people, like humans breathing water instead of air. Which, like, imagine stepping into another reality and all of a sudden you're freaking under the like. That's like something that's crazy and like. Why haven't we experienced that yet? So like, that's like another like, kind of like, you know, like contradiction to that kind of theory. So a lot of these theories, like I said, you know, are more far-fetched, but thinking about them, I think is, is quite interesting and attests to the fact that, you know, Mandela's are like cool to think about. Yeah, I mean, it gets you thinking like, really like what, you know, why do we have, like, why do we have this thought that something is different than what it actually is? Like, it it's crazy to think about it, but like, I don't know about the whole time traveling thing. The parallel universe, I had read that theory, I forgot. That to me makes a lot of sense. And I don't know why, but I'm really into Marvel and they're really doing this whole parallel universe thing right now with all the movies. And honestly, it's all making a lot of sense. I'm done. <laughs> so when you're telling me parallel universe, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's what it is for a fact. It's the parallel universe. I can't, yo. No, that's really how I feel. So, I mean, I came to, I think uh, that's case closed. That's it. I think we. Case closed. Bring in the dance of lobsters. We fit. <laughs> Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. <laughs> that is such a good show. No, it is. You can I'm pretty sure there's a Mandela effect on that one, too. I think there is, show. actually. I think there is. I'm almost positive. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm looking it up because I'm almost positive that there is a Mandela effect. Judge Judy, a lot of people remember Judge Judy having a gavel. Pre probably most people remember her having a gavel. A lot of people distinctly remember, but she doesn't have a gavel. And apparently she never did. She stacks her papers or gathers them instead of banging the gavel on this timeline. The real Judge Judy or the Judge Judy from Amanda show? The Judge Judy from uh, the Amanda show. She definitely had a gavel. No, she definitely had a gavel. I'm sorry, they're false. But my friends are... <laughs> Maybe she didn't have a gavel. I remember the gavel. And why the F? What did she have one? She's a judge. <laughs> she read it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. 
that is crazy though like people there are so many things you can read about these mandela effects but then to a certain point now because it's so popular i feel like some people could just be saying things to get it to kind of like ride the wave Mm, and i'm like don't do that because it's (laughs) (laughs) that's lame that's really lame all right are we listen I want to, so I've talked about this before in like an old YouTube video, which you guys are watching, but that. that's besides the point. Um, I, in that video, I was talking about more like older Mandela effects. So the reason we brought up this topic is because me and Celine wanted to talk about some newer ones. I looked up some, some of these you guys might, you probably already know, but I just wanted to kind of bring attention to them because they're interesting to me and I haven't heard much about them. Uh, the first one we discussed, which is the Target one, basically, if you look up Target Mandela, a lot of people believe that the Target logo had a white circle in the middle. So it was like red, white, red, white, right, going towards the center. But it's actually red, white, red. Like it's red and the dot is red, which to that me, I knew. I knew that. I don't know. The white looks really weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um. No, and, I knew it was yeah. a red one in the middle. Target, you can't fool me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one kind of shook me. The Fruit of the Loom brand. Uh, yes. I always thought it had a cornucopia. It actually yes. does not. It and doesn't. fun fact, the illustrator of that logo actually came out and said that he drew it with the cornucopia. So that but like. He drew it, but it didn't actually come out like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I know, but what did they end up doing? It's just nothing. It's just a fruit. No, but I could have sworn it had it. That's the Mandela. That's what I thought, but what I'm... That's creepy. Yeah. I distinctly remember those commercials because they would always go on about their underwears, and I swear to God, I remember seeing that little brown thing behind the... Because I was always, I never knew what it was. I was confused. Like as a kid, I was like, what I the thought frick it was is a that? basket. Yeah, I, I thought did. it was, I was a like, basket. What? And then when every time Thanksgiving came, I was like, oh, wait, it's that thing. Because I remember Thanksgiving, like you talked about that, like you had at the table and stuff like that. The cornucopia? Mm hmm. That's what it, like. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> and then this one also, like, got to me too. Uh, Fergie's song with the black eyed peas, boom, boom, pow. So, what do you think she says? And there's um, this one part where she's like, dun, 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 dun. it's like on that course, she's like, I'm so dun, 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 dun. I'm so 3008. You're so 2000 and late. I got that boom, boom, pow. I got that boom, boom now. Something like that. Okay. Well, you're right. She says that. But a lot of people thought that she said like 2008. I'm so 2008. You're so 2000 so and late. 2000. I'm so 2008. No, I thought she said 2008. Yeah, because it makes more sense. But she actually Wait. said three thousand and eight. You're so two thousand and late. I'm so two thousand and eight. You're still two thousand and late. Now I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I can't remember one, because they're so close to each other. That's the, like the thing we were sound, talking so about. Yeah, earlier, like I the, can't tell. Things could sound the same, and that's like a lot of that attests a lot of the reason for Mandela's and why they're so like thought that it's like fake because like some things like Mandela's like are so like switching between the two and the three sounds so like similar yeah to me that's not a really huge one like that's an yeah. easy that one's an easy Messed mistake up. yeah another one is the Luke I am your father he actually just says I am your father this one I remember shook me to my core because ah, uh, my dad and brother were very big on Star Wars and I swear to God 
everyone when those movies came out and i just remember luke i am your father like we would always say it and i'm, and like, I'm not Wait. even a star wars person but i would i would like hear people say it i would probably say it too like just I, messing around yeah like what i to me i am your father like he never says luke ever like no that's not true <laughs> they changed that sh- they they rewrote the movie and redid something i swear to god because he had said luke in that sentence and if i, I ask my father right now he has nothing to, he has no idea what a mandela effect is i promise you i'll go upstairs and be like dad what is that one line when Darth <laughs> vader tells luke skywalker that he is his father he would say luke i am your father and i would say damn right he <laughs> <laughs> said that's for word for word i'm dead um another Next. like disney oriented <laughs> thing is uh in orlando disney world i don't know if you've ever been there but basically people believe that right when you enter the castle is like right there but it's not like if you've been to disney world recently oh. you know that you I have to, to walk disney world there. so many times you have to walk i don't understand who thought it was right there i don't know <laughs> that's that's a stupid one that's a stupid one like oh. what they just walked right into the castle right in the entrance to when you bought your tickets it's like the castle it makes right sense there. i would think that if i'd never been there before no that one's dumb i'm good uh, and then the last one that we have that i've kind of like researched is the britney spears uh oops i did it again music video a lot of toys costumes and stuff like that have her wearing a headset but in the actual music video there is no headset she wears the only what? the only merchandise as recent that doesn't have her wearing a headset is a Funko Pop toy that was released, and it doesn't have her wearing a headset. I'm done that you're checking this right now. I am. You know damn right, Mandela. <gasps> Your face right now. Wait, this one I actually didn't hear about. See, I'm a little. <laughs> This one really messed me look up. This, look at what someone wrote. Someone wrote. I remember Brittany having a headset microphone piece on her singing and dancing in the original re- video. Now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's it mean. was never there. It was never there. Despondent 77. It was never there. But I remember that was, that was. I just wanted to shout out. Love them. Their Reddit username. <laughs> <laughs> we show so- everyone the correct... Um, what is that called when you're shouting someone out, but you're giving them like the recognition? I'm citing my sources. Oh, very smart. Look at you. I know. A we whole have college to. student. I know. This is the citations. So this this is actually shaking me to my core because I swear she had a headset on and it was the one that goes all around your head and it's like a little microphone thingy like right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. But um, and a lot of costumes she was wearing that, that way too. And she was wearing that red, like that, latex like, small man. She was looking so good in that video. I won't even lie to you. I'm dead. So, Celine, this leads me to my last question on this topic. Well, I have a couple, but well, yeah. Basically, like, do you mm-hmm. have any that we didn't talk about that you want to kind of mention before we head into the next topic? Um, I think what I really want to do now, hold on, is kind of ask you some. Oh, yeah, 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 okay live really quick and then see which one you think it is just live really quick she surprised me um, with this guy she didn't tell me she was doing this i'm excited <laughs> all right this this first one i think is is pretty i don't know i think you're gonna okay so have you ever watched forrest gump 
I know which one this is. The freaking chocolate oh, box of chocolates. You know, see, this is the thing. I'm not going to be able to do this with you because you're going to know. We'll just try. Just but, keep going. It's okay. So basically, we'll explain what it is. Yeah. No. So is it is it life is like a box of chocolates or is it life life was like a box of chocolates? I think it's like is or the first one like is like like like, is like a box of chocolates. Life is like a box of chocolates. That's what he says. I swear to God. When did he ever say life was? <laughs> Because he was quoting his mother, right? How his mother says it or something. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, to me, I was like, no. I'm not even going to say this one, but the the mirror mirror on the wall or magic mirror on the wall. Yeah, I know that. was So basically, we have to explain it something. Some people don't even know what these are. Okay, so is it mirror mirror on the wall or is it magic mirror on the wall? It's magic mirror, but I literally, every single book, every single everything, mirror mirror. Like why would, even I think once even, upon a time, this spinoff show of Disney has the cast members playing the evil queen saying mirror mirror on the wall so like people think it's, it's mirror, mirror, mirror mirror on the wall and that's yeah like that that freaks me out do you know do you know that song we are the champions i mean yeah i know of it yeah 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 so we are the champions my friend if you don't really, do you know that song I do girls. I'm just asking, do you know that song? So I mean, yeah, I know like some of it. Okay, so at the end, at the end of the song. The world. That's not there, apparently. I know. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they performed that once and someone kept I don't know. Curious George, does he have a tail or no? He he doesn't, but I swear he did. I thought he didn't. So I this one I I had I knew he didn't have a tail because it didn't look right with the oh, tail. Oh, you're so smart. Thank you. <laughs> but that one I was like, no, Jiff or Jiffy. It's okay. Let me let me break this one down. The brand's go, name. So I could have sworn the brand's name, Miralo, was Jiffy, and the peanut butter because I'm pretty sure the brand makes more stuff than just peanut butters. Like I think they make jams and stuff like that too. But I could have sworn the brand was Jiffy and the peanut butter part of that brand was called Jiff. But that makes sense. But what is the tea? It's not. It's just Jiff. Right. OK. So that they're and lying. I, mm-hmm, exactly. I agree. They're lying. I don't know who changed that and when they did that, but they did it. Sex in the city or sex and the city? This one pisses me off so much so i wasn't a big fan of, i didn't really watch that show i really no, when i was yeah, younger I I, when i was when i when i was younger i watched more like kid shows like i didn't really watch that type of shows but i know it like i thought it was i don't even remember what the real what the real one is and what the fake one is but what one sounds best to me is sex and the city really i don't know i don't know i don't know Sex in the Wait. city, like sex in the city, like hey. No, you're saying sex and or in. They both sound so similar. I don't think I don't know. Like they both no. sound like. Because like, guess... there's that song where it goes sex in the city, city itty bitty waist. Like you know that song. Like there's that song where they like, no when people reference sex and sex in the city, it's not sex and. The yeah, city. no, that sounds better actually. Yeah, it's not. No. It definitely. I mean, maybe people and were saying like day. sex, sex in the city, like sex and, and they said and really fast. Because, well, like, I sex think... in the city sounds better. 
Yes, it does. But I think that as a TV producer, movie, like all that producing stuff, Sex in the City probably doesn't sound very tasteful. I think Sex and the City was like, oh, like it's sex. And they have the city, you know, even though they're having sex in the city. Oh, so they do have sex in the city. 100%. That's what they did. So all of the show is amazing, honestly. But this is why it. I always thought, oh my God, it's so good. The movies are even better. But I swore it was Sex in the City. Like we, I, I, this one, and they found... People found their old tapes and stuff, like old, like merch. I remember seeing pictures of that, and it said Sex in the City, right? I was shook to my core. I was like, this is not happening. Honestly, those those were some of the ones that I thought were like, wow. But um, one that like really affects me, which I'm surprised you didn't say. But I talked about this in my video. The Mona Lisa. Oh, I was going to bring this one up too. No, but- listen, now you're going to get me freaking started because you don't even understand. I was an art freak when I was in elementary school. I was the artist, the art teacher's best friend. She was a real artist. Uh-huh. I, believe I mean, it. she even, I mean, I don't know if she did this as like a gag, but she wore like a beret to class every day. Like she really like did like her characters amazing. She was into it. Mm-hmm. Get into it, yeah. Yeah. And Get she, yeah. she literally... I forgot what the assignment was, but she told us to like draw something. No, she asked us to put our Mona Lisa faces on when we needed to be quiet. Do you want to know why? Because we were supposed to sit there, not laughing, not smiling, not smiling, just sitting there quietly. And then come to find out two years ago or three years ago, whatever the frick I made the freaking YouTube video. She's supposedly smiling now. No, I'm sorry. She's canceled because that's never, that never, someone freaking drew something on her. I 100% agree. Like, I did not know. This creeps me out. I remember vividly, like you said, in art class, because we studied this Mona Lisa. I swear to God, she was not smiling. She used to freak the shit out of me. Because she used to be referred to as the RBF. Like, that's the first original RBF. Like, I can't even believe this. I don't even remember having a smile. Literally, people would always be like, the Mona Lisa, like, straight face. Mean mugging. Exactly. Nothing. Like that one happened? really shook me to my core. Yeah, like, this, I this just, one, this one ugh. was scary to me. I didn't like this one. I, I didn't want to bring it up because honestly, it's one of those where I like I almost don't believe it. Like it they're telling us that she's smiling this whole time, but I swear to God, she's not. No, yeah, I they repainted really the Mona Lisa. I might have seen it happen, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, if we just woke up one day and now she's smiling <laughs> she's laughing at us <laughs> oh she's not wrong where is miss girl she's in paris i'm gonna go visit her I Listen, have to see her smile. where is she at for real i don't know when I she goes to new york her. we gotta see her if she's coming to new york if they're gonna put her up i need to see her she need to fix her face she, i'm gonna be like listen bitch i know for a fact you were not smiling this whole time the louvre museum in Paris, we're going. Betty. Yeah, we're gonna have to see this for ourselves. But she's really smiling out here, Louis. Like full I on. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. No. No, this this one's crazy. Like, can everyone can everyone tell us? Like, is Da Vinci tripping? Did he wake up, come back the- from the grave, and repaint her, and then go back? Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, am I? Do we the only ones that feel this way? No, we're not, because everyone's going crazy but like can exactly people, can you guys Maybe comment can you let us know how you feel i think so yeah please 100 yeah anyway that was a great 
starter topic, I like to use that as like our icebreaker because it was such like a random yet current event, like very current oriented, very current. Um, let us know, like Celine said about what you guys thought about these Mandela's and if you have any that we didn't mention, I know there's a lot that we probably didn't mention just because they kind of been talked to death, like the Flintstones, Looney Tunes, stuff like that. We all know about those. I mean, if you don't look them up, but, um, kind of segueing right into our cosmic candid, which I'm very excited about. This was inspired by our, by my favorite, one of my favorite podcasts, The Sesh. It's a group of uh, girls that have all, they're either like, some of them are related, some of them are friends, and it's part of the Mile Higher production scenery. They have a bunch of podcasts. It's Kendall Ray on YouTube. If you guys know her, love her, she's the best. Anyway, they inspired this. Basically, this segment is inter- is a part of the Cosmic Candidates, but it's a, like a separate kind of like game for us to like, not game, but like a, just a segment. And it's called am i the donkey so it's not really donkey it's a different word Celine, can you say from ass other well though ass hole am i the asshole there we go that's the name of the segment am i an asshole am i the asshole? yeah so star over so, here doesn't like cursing and this is why he's making me say all the bad words i curse like i used to say like ho and stuff like that because i don't feel like it's that aggressive if i'm using like jokingly like, i don't know i just i just i've been running really long with not cursing like with like that i can't wait like for that. the day you're just gonna so, say like one bad i'm good word. with my cherry not being popped yet the um this basically is a, a, a reddit people go on there and they tell their stories and they ask at the end am i an asshole yes so this segment like i said was inspired by the sesh um in the future if you guys like this please let us know we i'd love to do, keep doing this especially with different topics that we talk yeah, about anything fun. like that and that also in the future if you guys want to send your own stories the sesh just started doing that where they accept their viewers stories and then they tell their viewers if they are an asshole mm-hmm. so I'd guys i won't guys have a problem a telling anybody listen okay we'll clock you guys I will straight up tell anybody. <laughs> because Please, people tell send... us that all the time about ourselves. <laughs> My God. Literally. Literally. Please don't even start. I don't, you don't even want to get me started. So the first one is titled, Am I the Donkey for Imposing My Culture? Even though I thought I was just being nice. So it reads, even though I, 23 female, am American, my parents are immigrants, and therefore I have a different cultural upbringing than most one thing that was hammered into my head from a young age was to always always bring a small gift when visiting anyone's house it doesn't matter if it's family or friends or that one person you kind of know but don't really like bringing something is a must my boyfriend 28 male and i have been dating for almost four years now and since we both work from home he suggested we make dinner with his parents a weekly thing since we haven't been able to see each other for much obvious reasons. I love his parents, so obviously I agree. Every week, I make sure to bring them something small to show my appreciation for them for cooking for us, always using my own money. A small bottle of wine, their favorite dessert, some flowers, etc. And they always thank me for it. This has been going on for a few months and, abso- and I and absolutely didn't notice anything out of the ordinary until yesterday when my boyfriend and I were preparing to head over. I'd gotten a cute vase of daffodils since luckily I'd found some in bloom and my boyfriend's mom really loves them. My boyfriend suddenly got really mad and asked why I kept bringing stuff over every week, like his parents were a charity case. Honestly, I got super confused and asked him what's the problem? What was 
what the problem was. And I've always done this and uh, with everyone, including his friends since we met, that it was a cultural thing. And then he got even madder and told me to stop imposing my culture on everyone. And it's weird since I'm white. At that point, I didn't feel like going anywhere with him and just gave him the flowers and went for a walk while he drove over to dinner by himself. After he came home, he still had the flowers, which he gave to me and told me he was sorry, but his parents were super annoyed with me constantly bringing stuff over, like they can't take care of themselves. And later on, I got a text from his dad asking me to not come over for dinner anymore. Now my boyfriend's giving me the cold shoulder unless I give his parents a huge apology, but I really, truly don't feel like I'm wrong. I'm in the wrong for trying to be nice to them. Am I the donkey? Wait a damn minute. I need to speak on this first because I can't believe if what I just read was actually something that happened to somebody because I am truly disgusted that these parents and said boyfriend had this reaction to her. Culturally, I relate to everything she's saying because my mother told me the same thing. You never go anywhere empty handed. Never. You never go to a house empty handed. Like you, it's not something that you do. So like, but now, like, it's if especially if you're going for dinner like that, you don't go empty handed. Like if I'm just going over to hang out, I'm not gonna bring something every time to someone's house. But like if I'm going to dinner, if I'm going to like, when I was in a relationship, every time they had like a gathering, my mom always made sure that I had something to bring. Like, but she was going every week, bringing something every week, every single week. Okay, and she's and they weren't thankful for that. No, I completely agree with you. I just wanted to see what you had to say. <laughs> like, I was like, wait a second. No, no. She's spending her own money. She's bringing flowers. She's bringing dessert. This is something that they can all enjoy. Usually when you go to someone's house and to bring something, it should be food. Because then everyone eats it. Which they all did. enjoy it. And it's garbage. Most of the time she's bringing desserts and stuff like that. So that, that was the stupidest thing I've ever, ever had to listen to and read. Like, Do honestly, you think she I'm actually... Dump him? I would have I would have left so fast. I would have told the dad, you could suck my fucking dick. Leave <laughs> all this out. He doesn't want me to come over to dinner because they, they feel like, like a charity case. Huh? You know what? I'm gonna make you feel like a charity case. <laughs> shit. I'm so pissed off right now. That is the worst. I really hope this is a lie. This got me so heated because I swear to God, this is how I am. Like, if this is how people feel, like, that's fucking scary. Like, I, I think do that when insecure I, like... people feel like this because obviously you're really insecure. You don't you don't feel comfortable accepting gifts from people. And that's an issue that you need to fix. I mean, obviously, obviously, like, I feel that way when friends do it to me. Like, if they keep giving me stuff and I'm in a place. So let me finish. If I'm in a place where... I that can't, you can't give back, but it's the same. You don't understand. They're they're cooking dinner. No, but they're exactly, inviting. and not just that. It's also her, her basically her mother and father in law, right? They're not married or anything, but that's a different situation because it's just respect. They're not friends. It's nothing like that. Like if they were friends, then I'd be like, okay, I understand. You know, it may be a little awkward, but that's literally her boyfriend's parents. She's just being nice, and they're cooking for her them. So yeah, no, I completely agree with you. The I want to talk about this because it was like so like it really shook me. I don't think you're a donkey, sweetheart. Um, what's your name? Let me look at your Reddit. No, um, she's not. I think this is their username. And I really hope people agree with they this. They had a because... culture clash. <clears throat> Hyper pronounce that word. What were you gonna say? I really hope people agree with us. Like she's not the asshole in this situation. No, yeah, one hundred percent. 
Um, and like, what I don't understand is that um, there's some part in here bringing up her skin color. Who's someone's skin color? Yeah, she said that um that it was a cultural thing but he got even madder and told me to stop imposing my culture on everyone and it's weird since i'm white i don't get that part is he saying it's weird since she's white or is she saying it's weird because she's white and what does that have to do with anything i mean i guess it has to do with it but i just confused me a little bit (laughs) i don't know which which way i don't know i don't understand but um this really pissed me off this really really upset me and i and i really really hope that she doesn't apologize to them because I don't know why they would feel like it's charity. Well, on the end, it said, is- in the end, it says, I'm in a hurry to, con-, she basically make it ed- made an edit. And she said like something random. And then she was like, I'm in a hurry to convince him to let me go over to his parents' house. So that was her like quick edit. So it looks like she is going to either apologize or have a conversation with them. I'm not really too sure. Either way, we're supporting you fully all the way. We don't think you are a donkey. I don't think you're an asshole at all, honestly. And I think you're really actually uh, gracious. You're really giving. You're you're, yes. you're very giving and very sweet. And literally, like that, like culturally, it's just something that that happens. She's used to, so she was only doing what she's used to, and you can't really be mad at her for that. Like I don't know. I think that's crazy that people really have these reactions. They should be like, "Wow, our son is dating a very nice woman that's bringing us all these things just because we're cooking her dinner every week." 100 percent honestly listen people out there don't make sense but you're not an asshole that's it next it only gets worse from here oh my god all right guys this is the second one am i the asshole for defending a girl who quote-unquote disrespected my culture all right i 17 year old female am in india right now for a marriage my immediate is family my immediate family is from the u.s along with our cousins so we've been spending a lot of time together and one of my cousins brought his girlfriend quote unquote sky she's white and she's been genuinely interested in indian culture and trying to understand it the other day sky found out about who exactly was getting married the bride and the groom are cousins she asked me privately about it I I explained to her how they were distant cousins. The groom is marrying his uncle's wife's sister's daughter. And I explained how before Indians used to commonly marry their cousins, but it's honestly really uncommon now. And it's just our distant family is from a pretty conservative place. She was pretty open minded about it and said she understood it after my explanation, which is honestly kind of surprising because when I found out, I thought it was honestly disgusting, even after my parents' explanation. And I'm still a bit iffy about the whole thing, but I just hold my tongue. Apparently, an aunt overheard us, and she, she's saying that Sky was disrespecting our culture, calling it weird. This is super, super untrue, and I completely refuted it. She was so respectful the entire time. Some of our family wants to kick Sky out because of her disrespect, but I said that I wasn't going to make a make to make a girl go stay in a hotel alone in India of all places. <laughs> Sky's boyfriend's family is with me and it's starting a huge fight and my parents are telling me that I'm being an asshole and that I need to stop and that I was causing stress to the bride and groom. Am I the asshole? <laughs> okay, this story was literally it's it's funny the I'm situation. I'm so confused. It's like it's like really sad that it had to come to this. I think that all cultures like have their own like niches that we like I'm sure me as a Puerto Rican I do things weird that people might think is weird I'm sure Selim, you as a Turkish people think you do stuff that's weird we all have our little weird things you know that aren't culture that aren't norms for like everybody 
So I actually respect Sky for asking and being genuinely curious and being respectful about it. I don't think this person that was helping Sky out was a donkey. I think that I think she did everything right. I don't think I don't. I, there's really well, not much to if, say. I feel like everything was there. No, yeah. If we're reading it the correct way, she's stating that it's untrue that she really wasn't disrespecting the culture, but she was just asking. Exactly. And she didn't. And she didn't say, "Ew, they're cousins" or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. She was anything, just like, "Oh, like they're cousins." Like, okay, what's that mean? I don't think she's. I don't think either of them are the. I don't think any of them are the assholes. I think mm-hmm. genuinely, it was just a question. The family and is. The family is being over ridiculous. Like. I know the whole Indian culture, they have this aunties thing where it's like the aunties, the aunties talk a lot. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever heard of that? The aunties? You know no. how the aunties? I haven't aunties. heard of that. You're asking me. I haven't heard of that. No, I haven't. Well, even, even in like, in like, like in my family, like the aunts, you know, like an aunt and they're like always watching and they're always like, what's going on? They want all the tea. They want all the drama. Mm. We have so those. The aunties. Let, you have those. Tea. I know. Come on now. Listen. The Diaz, they don't play and they see and hear everything. About <laughs> Jinche, okay? Good night. <laughs> anyway, we don't think you're an, you're a donkey. No. Um, I think that I think that that was maybe a learning experience for both of you to kind of maybe just, you know, hold your tongue in the wrong spots. Like, obviously, there's a time and a place for everything. Obviously, she didn't think any harm was going to come out of it. But now, you know, it's a learning experience. And the only thing you could do from this is grow. That's like my final like takeaway from this, honestly. Yes. Next. I'm excited. These are nice. These are fun. These are right. These are fun. I want to find an asshole though. <laughs> I don't remember if any of these are, honestly. <laughs> Great. You really didn't pick any of the assholes. Oh, wait, I think this one might be. All right, read it, please. The... You're reading the no because i'm i'm gonna segue into the main topic for the last okay so this is guys i'm reading this one again ready (laughs) am i the asshole for telling a family friend i don't feel comfortable visiting her country and insulting her culture oh yeah no this is triggering (laughs) i think this is triggering (laughs) for me at least (laughs) all right i think i think read it right okay go um and then oh no 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 this isn't it's not this one it's not this one that's triggering never mind sorry okay um and then throw away account i don't know also, oh, please excuse the word English. The word word English. Okay, so she, English is not their first language. Okay, so I came out as trans, male to female, 24, two years ago. All right. I'm lucky enough to live in a country that's rather liberal about this. Of course, things could always be better, but so far I had barely any negative reactions and my family fully supports me. My mom has a friend, let's call her Anya, who is from a neighboring country where the situation for LGBT folks is dot, 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 kind of different. To say the least, it's the country that recently made news for insulting so-called LGBT free zones. Oh, which will be relevant later. Side note, I didn't know this was happening places. That's ridiculous. I had no idea. That's terrible. Anya owns a holiday home in her country and our families have been on vacation there together in the past when I and my siblings were children. Recently, Anya met with us and we talked about what we will do when the pandemic is over. She said that we would love, she would love us to go there again with her family and reminded me how much fun I had back then. I became uncomfortable and tried to explain politely that I don't feel comfortable traveling to our country again now that I'm openly trans. I passed moderately well, but my voice is a dead ass giveaway. 
At first, Anya didn't understand what I meant. I continued saying, I don't want to spend my vacation in a place I'm not welcome in. Now, I know this might be a generalization, but remember how I mentioned her country was so-called LGBT free zones? Sally, the region where her holiday home is one of these zones, which I pointed out to her. Anya got defensive and said, why would you make it about politics? You know, we accept you. Okay, but what about the other people there? We would go hiking, seeing cities, etc. And from when I read, the hostility towards LGBT people seems to be quite open there. Again, she went like, oh, come on. How does that matter as long as you're with us? At this point, I started getting angry because she was completely oblivious to my concerns. And that's where I think I might have been the asshole. I stood up and said, when I'm on vacation, I want to relax and not worry about the reactions of people who are currently on a third world country's level. We're talking about Central Europe here. Then I went outside for a long walk. When I came back after an hour, Anya had already left. My mom told me to sit down and then explain my comment had been very hurtful to her and why she could and why she could understand my concerns. I could have worded this a lot better and should have apologized. Being so upset, I dismissed this. But now that I thought about it longer, I think I actually might have went over the top. So am I the asshole? Question mark. Uh, I want to say something real quick before we like really dig into this. I hate when someone starts something and you defend yourself and they poke, 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 and you blow up and then you're responsible for apologizing. Like this girl, mm-hmm. obviously, I don't know if she meant to poke, 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 but she did. And so this, you know, this other person blew up and that's what happens. And then for mm-hmm. this person to be told, oh, like you have to apologize because you went over the top. Well, what about this person who was telling me that, you know, all this other crazy stuff, like... Anyway, that's besides the point. But what did you think about the story? No, you're so right, honestly. Because if if the, the okay, this person hadn't gone in the past two years hasn't gone through something easy. They they had to transition. They weren't happy with themselves. That's scary in itself because they aren't accepted. Like those types of that those people that go through that aren't accepted, especially if they can't pass and people can tell it's it's just it's terrible what happens to them and if she's going to go into a, if she's going to go into a country where they're going to disrespect her and she's trying to be on vacation i agree she's not an asshole there's no way mm-hmm. she's just like she at the end of the day you come first and your safety comes first and if you really feel like you're going to be threatened in an area or a place why would you go to that place why would you go there why would you why just because your friend wants you to come and go hiking and da, 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 no 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 especially when it could threaten your life a lot of trans people go through a lot of violence so it's just not worth it um i I feel actually terrible that she had to write this and actually feel like she was being an asshole exactly this is at the end of the day human rights if you feel like apologizing will make you feel better do it for you don't do it for them but honestly i personally feel like you don't need to i feel like i mean if it's a close friend of yours and you don't want to lose the friend maybe just have a conversation but it sounds like that she's not understanding and that's a different issue that you might need to talk about with her especially if she is a close friend that's just my opinion though but I don't think you were the donkey no and honestly I don't think that her friend Anya is being very reasonable and respectful about because she's like oh you're fine you're with us what are you what are you what are you gonna do what are you gonna do Mm -hmm. I don't trust Anya. What's Anya so gonna what are you do? Gonna do? She's like, you're with us. So what? Like the, the freaking mafia. Like they're gonna yeah, okay. battle. Yeah, okay. All right, Anya. You got it. I believe in you. No, no, Anya, that's not how it works. Anya, yeah. you're the asshole. <laughs> so this last story, I'm pretty sure is 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 a I'm just gonna read it. 
I have a lot of connection with this kind of story though. I feel like I just, right, please go this ahead. is the one that I said I like triggering a little bit. So they said, I'll keep, uh, so this is uh, so the title is, am I the donkey for it? Denying... Am I the asshole? Okay. <laughs> for denying my culture. I'll keep this short. They said, I'm a, I'm British. I'm 15. I have lived here my whole life. My parents' history to me is irrelevant, but they are both half British. I've lived in the same place my whole life, and the people I've gone to school with all don't really see race, which is the best thing for me because I don't look like where I'm from. However, recently there's been an Indian girl who's joined the school. This girl, who I'm going to call D has moved here from India. She comes up to me and immediately starts talking Hindi. I don't know a word of Hindi. I explain this to her and she is shocked. She asks how I could not understand simple Hindi when it's in my blood. I immediately dislike her after this. She has trouble making friends because she's pretty. she pretty much just wants to make friends with Indian looking people. Issue is that we all already have our own friend groups. I think she has some fantasy about all of the brown people banding together around her and forming our own friend group. Recently, we were in class and we were told to talk about our favorite food because, I don't know, we were ahead of the syllabus. Dee then says an Indian dish. The class asks her what it is and she points to me and says that I should explain it because I'm Indian too. I tell her I'm not Indian and I know nothing about this dish. I've never been to India and I, really, I don't really care about India any more than any other country. She starts an argument about how I'm denying my heritage and how I'll never be a real Brit because I'm brown and that my face alone, and that by my face alone, I'm Indian and I should be proud. She begins to cry and wail a bit and I'm feeling guilty. At this point, I'm also wondering if she's right. Am I the donkey? I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I'll let you go first. Wait, I'm just, okay, Um, before I... I'm confused though because so she's British and she's 15 is she Indian though like so it is assumable that this person that wrote this is Indian because they never state their race or culture or anything like that yeah. but they state that their parents are half British and half something else and that this other girl was looking for Indian looking people and the fact that this other girl was looking at them it is assumed that this person that wrote this is Indian. So okay. we're going to go off of that assumption. I apologize if we're wrong. Obviously, they are not claiming that they're Indian. So we can only, to respect them, we'll respect their, 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 their choice of uh, their, 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 I don't even know how to say this, but we'll respect that they, that they're not Indian, that they say they're not Indian. Um, but for the sake of the story, we'll kind of word it a little weird. I just wanted to clarify. Because this is a very, this is a very, very interesting story. This This is very very hard. Yeah, even though it's very short, it's kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to say. So I want to play devil's advocate really quick on this one because I feel like there's somewhere that I can. This girl D, she just moved from India. Yes. And maybe she doesn't really quite understand that she's able to make other friends that aren't Indian you know what I'm saying like like she's in a different place like if she's in where Britain she's in England correct like you're in England so obviously there's other different types of people in England you can make friends that aren't all Indian but maybe she's just not she doesn't know how to do that yet so Mm -hmm. maybe she found comfort in this person that kind of looked like her but Mm -hmm. and she didn't really go about it the right way she could have went about it so many different ways but 
being like, oh, you're, you're Indian. We should be friends just because you're Indian. That's kind of like saying, oh, I'm going to like every person that's Turkish because they're Turkish. When in reality, that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just to play devil's advocate, I would say like, okay, she just moved from India. We can feel bad for her. She's not used to people maybe that look different than her. And she was confused. This is, I, I agree. Like she was trying to find like that special connection and like a lot of this conversation, I don't want to get like, <laughs> I don't want to trigger anybody or like get canceled, but I have a lot of personal view on this because I have a lot of experience with this issue. Yeah. So I'm going to read a comment that kind of describes how this might be explained politically correct and then I'm gonna say my opinion which might not be as politically correct so basically someone says you are British not Indian you are of Indian descent I'm of Italian descent 100% but I don't speak or cook Italian food more than any other kind then someone says both of his parents are half British meaning OP is two so that adds the disconnect um I don't know what OP means and then they go on continuing I'm half Greek but I can't speak Greek and having not grown up near my dad's family and pretty disconnected from that side of my heritage OPs is NTA which I don't know again with the abbreviations only they get to determine how they connect to their culture this was a comment under the post I don't know what any of that means to be honest because they used a lot of abbreviations um but the first comment about I'm you are British not Indian this is a very bold statement and it's very hard to talk about because it brings up the conversation of transracial in a, in a way, right? Where people identify with other races that they aren't naturally born in, right? Let me do something real quick before definition. So the definition of race in human categorization is a categorization of humans based on shared physical or social qualities into groups generally viewed as distinct within a given society. With that definition in mind, I, with that definition in mind, again, I'm not going to call anyone anything they don't want to be called. If this person doesn't want to be Indian, that's fine. They could be that. With that definition in mind, though, that would make me Puerto Rican, right? Because I have some features of Puerto Rican, but my culture is very much Puerto Rican. Like a lot of social qualities and physical qualities to apparently determine race, right? So that would make my race Latino. Like that, if that, if that makes sense, right? Hispanic, yeah. Hispanic, Latino, whatever. I know there's a difference, but it's just being general right here, right now. So going off of that, that would make them Indian. So with the comment saying, you are British, not Indian, you are Indian of Indian descent. That's true that they're of Indian descent, but what's the difference between calling them Indian descent and Indian? Like that's where I get confused because if you're telling me race is physical and social characteristics, if they physically look Indian, according to the way they wrote this, where this girl was looking for Indian, she looked for you, you obviously must look Indian enough for this girl to look for you. That's where I get the disconnect that. So I don't want to call someone something they don't want to be called or don't associate with, but it just makes it really hard because then, it, like I said, it goes into like transracial, like, and then it goes into also like denying your culture. Like, are you really, like, is there like, cause that is also a really hot topic of people denying their cultures because of racism 
And because society instills in us, I guess you could say I'm really passionate about this topic because I have to deal with a lot of this as well. Like I grew up in a society where I was hard, like I was harassed about my uh, Hispanic descent. And so for the longest time, I shunned that side of it. I denied it for the longest time. And just recently, when I was able to move from that location, was I able to really embrace my Puerto Rican heritage and and, and like really identify with it. And now I could say I almost 100% identify with it more than, you know, I am half white too, more than that side of my family. Um, and we'll get more into like our histories with our cultures later in the episode. But I know Celine, you also have to do like an experience with this. So I want to, I want to hear your opinion too. Well, I mean, I don't really have like a much experience with this because you know culturally I've always been proud of where I'm from and like if people ask me like I like to tell them that I'm from Turkey or that I'm Turkish ethnically that's is my heritage obviously my race my skin physical everything is white um but if we're talking about like heritage and ethnicity which I think this is also what is going on which she brings up in the um reddit post it's like because you're talking about a food dish and the girl's like, oh, you know, she would know about it because she's also Indian. You know, if someone was like, oh, this is, you know, there's a dish that I, my favorite dish, Turkish dish, it's called manta and it's like a ravioli. There's meat inside of it. And like, if someone was explaining and they were like, oh, like, you know, she could explain it. That's like her favorite food too. Or she's Turkish. She could explain it. I'd be like, yeah, like, that's really good. Like, I would be like all into it. Like, I love speaking about where I'm from. Like, I love my heritage. I love my culture. I love it all. Like, I like talking about it. So like, I feel like I can't really relate to this because she's just, if she is denying it, then then that's just how she feels. She's not proud. She doesn't want to be that. Maybe she doesn't agree with culturally and heritagely what her family does or whatever that that's, that's all her. But like, she doesn't also have to like, she doesn't have to be proud of where she's from or where she comes from, right? No one that's has very to. very true. Like, if you feel like you don't associate that's how you feel if you grew up maybe not being as enforced or not even that like you just genuinely didn't enjoy it you didn't like it there you go between me and my brother there's a big difference we were raised the same way but I just grew up to be more Turkish than he did I grew up to be more Turkish than anyone around me like friends wise cousins wise I speak very fluent I can read it I'm not I can't really write it that much I know all the foods I like cooking the foods I talk to my grandparents almost every day we speak all full sentences in Turkish. I'm very connected to those roots. I almost, I go to Turkey every summer. I used to go by myself for two months. You know what I'm saying? I like and enjoy who I am. So I can't, I can't see myself being in a situation because I am, I'm proud to be Turkish. So that's that. I agree that, like I kept saying earlier, like I think that they should be able to claim and, you know, disassociate with whoever they feel. The exactly. only concern that I have, which like I mentioned previously, is also like denying your culture because of racism. So I just hope that this decision they made isn't because of racism they encountered or racism their, their family encountered. Because yeah. being Latino, you hear stories of these immigrants coming in and completely stripping their children from their culture to protect them from being deported or being made fun of. So they completely cut off the, any, whatever Latino or Spanish language they know, Mexican, Puerto Rican, or uh, I'm stupid, but Portuguese. you know what I'm trying to say, like Portuguese, yeah. anything like that. 
they completely cut off that language for them because they want them to not formulate an accent or anything like that. And I just hope that this didn't happen to this person. I hope that, that this is their decision without their parents' influence or anything like that. Cause that would suck. Cause I have experience with that. Like Celine said, like she's obviously we're both white. We're both very fair. You know, we both get the privilege of that. And we're both really aware of that. But besides that point, I was also raised with my more white side of the family, which is why now I'm trying to associate with more of my Puerto Rican side of the family. So I could have more of that culture in me because I was stripped of that as a kid. I cannot speak fluent Spanish. I couldn't speak to my grandmother before she died. And that tears me to this day that I wasn't able to. I'm not saying it was because I was forbid from speaking Spanish. I'm, I'm not from an immigrant family. My family's from the Puerto Rico, which is part of the US, but I was taken away from my Puerto Rican family and thus taken away from the culture and the language so you know that's why I come from a place where I do where I'm not judging I'm not saying I'm not saying anyone's a donkey no one's a donkey if anything I think that girl should mind her own business you know that's my opinion I think the not the girl writing the story the girl who's like oh yeah that girl knows the dish I think yeah yeah, I think D should mind her business I'm not saying she's a donkey she's obviously trying to connect with somebody but I think she should mind her own business and I I respect her for that because I have been in that same I get very excited when I I yeah me too when I'm when you know I'm saying like Mm -hmm. you can you relate to somebody else like you can have Mm -hmm. those same conversations and like oh yeah you do this you do this in your house too you make this you do that like oh I do that too my family does that too I don't know I think it's dope Honestly, and it's so sad that, like, I was just thinking this whole time, like, like, if I didn't have, like, if I wasn't, if I didn't have, like, my Turkish culture, like, how do you feel like you belong somewhere? Like, I like having, I like having that. Like, I I feel like I'm connected to Mm -hmm. a part of my culture. Like, if she doesn't feel that way, I I almost just feel bad because I'm so used to having that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, how yeah, you, I get like you don't like you don't get that like the like your like your Puerto Rican side of the family, which is mostly who you're with on a day to day basis now, mm-hmm. correct? How do you feel like it's changed? Do you do different things? Do you? Do I mean, one hundred percent. I've been that's... even my family could attest to the fact I'm speaking more Spanish. I'm getting more of an accent. I'm you know I'm learning more about my culture. It's just like things like that that I really appreciate and I get really emotional about because I was like I said I I wasn't able to enjoy that when I was younger because Mm -hmm. I was taken away from it at a young age so yeah it would be different if you were exposed to it younger because this is how me I was exposed to it at a very young age my grandparents actually raised me and they're fluently Turkish they raised Mm -hmm. me for the first couple years of my life because my parents were working but like coach like if you were if you were exposed to it as a child I would have known you wouldn't you 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 wouldn't have known anything else you know what i'm saying like you would have been speaking fluently it would have just been so different so like that that matters a lot and like i just feel bad for like i feel bad now but now you're you're in touch with it like you know it and you have that puerto rican but i don't have everything that i could have okay but but i'm trying at least you have exactly and you're still trying and at least you have it something mm-hmm. because i just i don't know i don't know if you feel the same way i do but i would just hate to not have, have feel like i belong yeah like it's, no yeah 100 like it's something you relate to so yeah i think this nobody was an asshole i agree with you yeah it was a it was a weird one though no yeah that one was a really nice one it really transitions into our main topic um where 
we're going to be talking about similar things, but of course, you know, we kind of went back to, you know, looking into New York Times and seeing what they thought. So today we're heading back there for an article titled, We Need a New Language for Talking About Race by Henry Louis Gates Jr. and Andrew S. Curran. Like I mentioned, the topic of culture has always and is always fascinating to me. And I can promise you this is not the only episode where we're going to be talking about race and culture, but I feel it's more important now than ever to keep discussing one's culture and race and realize how beautifully different we all are. Now, this specific article talks about how, and I quote, race is socially constructed genetic mutations biological records of ancestry. Now, Celine, follow me because it gets a little messy here. It gets a little confusing. I had to like reread this a few times. The article doesn't blatantly state this. However, I believe that this is in reference to how we all are from the area of what is now known as Africa. And thus at one point, we all generally looked the same until weather and other factors evolved us and mutated, quote, us into different skin tones and features. This article also states how it feels urgent that we develop a new language for discussing relationships between identity, ancestry, history, and science. DNA analysis could help create the language by offering a more nuanced way of looking at individual origins and more of a unifying narrative about our shared heritage. Well, in the same breath, the article also states how race is too much with us. Its history is too long, its presence is, and usage is too common for it to magically disappear anytime soon. While biologically speaking, the, the idea of individual human races with different origins is as, this word's a little harsh for me, <laughs> farcial, <laughs> medieval, yeah, as the medieval beliefs that basically the social reality of race is undeniable. That's what all that meant, basically. In other words, race and culture is technically, according to this article, a social construct. However, the existence, the, however, the experiences and reality that certain races and cultures have been through are undeniable and all based on social realities pushed by society. The article finish out, finishes out by stating if we can, at the very least, embrace the understanding that race, a toxic social construct, and ancestry, <laughs> a shared genetic history, are not only distinct, but also fundamentally opposed, it could go a long way towards freeing us from some of the binds in which scientific racism has trapped us. This is a lot of information, but it's a very interesting and very important topic to talk about because the opinion bases a lot of his information on how science has instilled a lot of racist tendencies in society, dating all the way back to an academic and an academy's request to write an essay on what was the cause of dark skin. Scientists literally wrote how, and I quote, blackness came from the vapors that emitted from the skin and from darkened sperm that the powers of pregnant mother's imagination had imprinted the color on her child, that stifling heat and humidity of the tropics stained the skin and clouded the humors. Others what? hinted at the mutations of an original prototype race into humankind's many variations. That sentence is so disgusting and degrading to 
deeper skin tones that I just can't even fathom that a scientist wrote this. And it's, it's, it's funny because scientists, a scientist made this claim, but the more likely senses is that lighter skin tones are the mutation. And this is a topic that can, that can be debated (sighs) all day, but there is a lot of science that backs this up, including a statement from science.org where they state European skin evolved to be much lighter during the past 8,000 years. The modern humans who came out of Africa to originally settle in Europe about 40,000 years ago are presumed to have had dark skin. And they attribute this to gene mutation and variation that becomes active over time the more people reproduced. The point of discussing all of this information, which is a lot, so you might want to rewind and listen to that, but (sighs) is not to discuss the scientific basis of race and the color of one's skin and, and all that. But it's because the statement this article makes on how we should give a, def- a definitive separation of race and ancestry to remove racism caused by the scientific community that speaks an interest in me. I, it piqued an interest in me because and I've discussed it before, but I believe that race shouldn't be ignored. We should have the definition of race as it is because we have so much to share from all of our different experiences and all the past trauma and the fights that we have gone through that were very hard and, and shouldn't be ignored. Celine, that was a lot of information. What did you think about all of that? Well, like, what I did you gather? I 100% don't think it should be ignored obviously because it's so it's going to be a topic that's going to be around honestly forever because um is anyone's skin tone changing anytime soon no i don't think so i mean (laughs) you know what's so funny though did you see that thing i know i'm like bringing it like weird but the average person what they'll look like in like a thousand like thousands of years by 2050 that's not too far we're gonna be alive whoa are you sure it's not like really far away? No, I remember a while ago, like when I was in high school, we were saying 2050, everyone's going to be mixed. Or like wow, the majority no, population, think, everyone's going to be mixed. I think it's it's further down. I don't think it's 2050. That's too soon. I mean, I don't so know. Enough. That's what I remember hearing, but. That's crazy though. Like to me, like we really like, I don't know. I actually don't have any words because science, to me, I believe in science so much. And to hear like a, scientists kind of make those claims and like kind of state that that's like their scientific answer it's kind of like what uh-huh. that's that's all you have like not that's all you have it's disgusting that you think that it's because and the and the fact that they make it seem so negative like it's the woman's imagination that darkens the baby's skin or whatever he said like what does that even mean like what does that even mean how is this witchcraft how does it really how does this happen you're a scientist what do you mean imagination is he dumb whoever did this whoever said this stupid i'm sorry but you guys know i always like to propose questions and this conversation just kind of sparked a multitude of conversations that i wanted to talk about with celine it's just about our culture and racial influences and, and who made us who we are today and why we appreciate our culture So the first question I ask is, should we start rethinking race in society, focusing more on one's ancestry? To kind of regroup and kind of shorten what the article was trying to say is, what I gathered at least, is basically Mm -hmm. that ancestry and race are two separate things and someone's ancestry and what their past was shouldn't be associated with 
what race is because of the way and the stigma behind race. I think that's a bunch of words and I don't think we should separate anything. I understand what they're trying to say, but personally, I think that we should keep it how it is in terms of like how we think of things because we're growing and we're evolving and to just compl- and, and, and and we're creating movements to create conversations based on race and based on ancestry so to completely change the definitions of them completely change the movements we've created i don't know i just don't i don't know i feel like it would create more mess uh, yeah i don't i don't i agree with exactly what you just said to be honest because to me why would we change what what would like i can't think of a reason why changing The definition. I can't think. Of, would like. No, I'm just. Th- I. What's what, what? What? Like, what would that? What would changing those change? Is my question because I would really love to know. I can't think of it. Yeah, I can't. Especially in this day, like I, I can't like. I don't understand. I, I can't think of a best case scenario of changing them because what does that even have anything to do with anything? Like, why would you change what a, what something means? What would you change the definition of race to? Yeah, I, I I think this article was it was just it was bringing it's up a lot of questions up, in my head. I, I was just about to say it was bringing up a lot of questions, but I don't think the questions that it's asking are really like the right questions. The right questions because it's not something that's making anyone think. Like usually when you're reading something and you're 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 thinking of questions in your head, it's like logical, you know, questions. I just feel like this isn't really bringing well, up. Well, this was an opinion based article. I meant to say that. Sorry, I didn't say that. It, even though it presented a lot of facts. This article no. under New York Times is under opinion. opinion. So remember, this is someone's opinion. Okay. okay, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but I don't think, and they thought that in the article that that changing the definition of these two words would be helpful. Yeah, that was their us. like thesis. That was like their main like cause of this article. All right, and I and I and I would like to just know, you know, what would that? I want to hear more. Yeah, I want to hear. I want. I need a longer. If, I definite, can't think of it. I can't come up with what if changing if changing the definition of you're saying race and ethnicity correct race and ancestry oh i'm sorry race and ancestry yeah i know it's like weird things to compare but yeah they want to change that so okay so basically what's happening here is what our ancestry our ancestry is related to our race i'm trying to find the quote because in a way, yes, because our ancestry has to do with where we come from. So they said, if we can, at the very least, embrace the understanding that race and ancestry are not only distinct, but also fundamentally opposed, it could go a long way towards freeing us from some of the binds in which scientific racism has trapped us. And remember, they were calling race a toxic social construct and ancestry they defined as a shared genetic history, which I could understand how they see race as a, as a toxic social construct. A lot of racism. Yeah, a lot of racism is based in social in like society pressures and all this other stuff like influences and, and uh, generalizations. So I see that part. I could understand that part. But like, 100%. like yeah, I said what you're going to say. No, I was literally going to say that, like, I can understand how, you know, that word race can bring up a lot of negative thoughts in someone's mind, especially like socially, like in the setting that we're in today. I feel like it's a word that like gets kind of people like, oh, my God, like, what do you mean? Like, what race? What racist? What do you mean? Like, 
it's a very sensitive topic. <laughs> it's very triggering for a lot of people because no one wants to be called a racist, even though they might be a racist. No one wants to talk about race because it makes them uncomfortable. But it's something that we it needs deal to be with. talked about. It needs to be talked to about. Grow. And it's like so funny because like even when I have to ask people at my job for like their race and ethnicity, they fill out paperwork to get immunizations. It's like such a sensitive thing for them too. They kind of have to pause, even though it's such an easy question to answer. Mm. What is the color? What is the color of your skin? What is the yes. color of your skin? My, I'm white. I am white, but this my, is where it gets confusing. It gets confusing because then you have like, at least for me, it gets confusing because obviously I know I'm half white and half Puerto Rican because my mom is clearly Polish Italian. She's very American. She's very white, but. For someone that might be not as clear as day for me, like for me, it's clear as day because I, I know my halves, right? But like, let's say somebody was Puerto Rican or not even just Puerto Rican because Puerto Ricans, some people believe that Puerto Ricans, like there's a whole different conversation, but let's say it's Mexican white. Let's say a Mexican, um, a, a mixed mom, right? So she's half Mexican, half white or mm. whatever you want to call it, half Mexican, half American, whatever. And then you have another full Mexican, right? So they make like three quarters of whatever, whatever. That's about a little, right? Yeah. Then that child, there's no like three fourths box, you know, what, like, what is it like that? That's to me, it gets confusing. And then they also define like Latino and Hispanic as like an ethnicity and not yes. a race. No, nope. but what if you're just Spanish? What if you do, or like Mexican or whatever? What if you don't have any white in you based on your ancestry? Like, obviously, the definition, not the definition, but like Puerto Ricans are, we are mixed with Indian, African, African, and then white, right? So if we're going to be technical, that would make me Indian, African, and white, but I'm not going to claim that because that's not my life, one. Two, I wasn't raised any of that customs or culture or anything. It also just doesn't, it just, it's just not, that's just not, no, that's, that's, I'm not afraid to claim it. I would, I, I would be honored to be a part of those cultures and those customs, but that's not me. I'm Puerto Rican. You know, that those make up Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? So for someone that's Mexican and they have to answer this question, you know, race and then ethnicity, you know, I don't know. I think that's, I think, so like, basically I'm saying all this to, to say like, the question can be hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. mm. It gets confusing for most people because it's like if they have to put both like if they're half something half something sometimes I have people fill out like check three boxes because they have all of that in them like you can be a mix obviously but like with the whole how you were saying about checking off like Hispanic and like Latino usually people who put that that's their ethnicity I get 50 50 I get 50 put white as their race 50 percent and like the other 50 percent just put unknown or other or something like that and then they just put their ethnicity. But then again, they're leaving out that part of what their race is. And it's almost like can they don't know their race or they don't they don't know where they fit in with their race. So like to me, it's just such a like how like I, I just never I don't know. Like, how do we not have a race? Like, how does some how does someone not have a race or know their race? Well, you tell me. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. I'll edit this out. <laughs> If you, if I'm, let's say I'm fully Puerto Rican, right? I still yeah. look the same, but I'm fully Puerto Rican. Obviously my skin tone is white, but I'm fully Puerto Rican. I'm not Caucasian, Selena. I'm fully Puerto Rican. What race would you say I put down? And remember, race is defined by 
physical and social, whatever the definition said, physical and social like uh, generalizations on based on a culture or whatever. What so what I'm trying to say is is that you get a certain amount of boxes to pick from. Okay, mm-hmm. there's American, American Indian. I could be saying that wrong, but Nate, like a Native American, American mm-hmm. or American Indian. There's Black or African American. There's white. There's Asian, and there's Northern Pacific, Islanders. like an Islanders. That's six, correct? I think there's only six. Sometimes there's more. Sometimes there's less. It really depends. So there's more. Um, so if I was to ask you, and you and you had to pick one, you had to pick one. Which one would you pick? Yeah, with what you're with, with how you're living right now, how you're living right now, you have. Well, to how pick I'm living one. right now, obviously, I choose white because I'm white. I'm I'm half okay, white. Okay, say okay. Forget it. You're not. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> how you just 100. You're just you're Puerto Rican. You were born in Puerto Rico. Matter of fact, there you go. I'm holding up these six things. I know. I don't know. See me right now. I, I don't know, know why right? I'm like. I'm just waiting to like tick down. I don't know, Selena. I wouldn't. That's the thing. I'm telling you. Like, it's very hard for, especially that's Latinos. Like, saying. it's very hard for our community to choose. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I would choose if I was in that situation. And a lot of my friends tell me they don't fill it out. A lot of my friends who have been brainwashed, a or don't. a lot of my friends who have been brainwashed or stripped of their culture, like my friend who literally is Arabic. Her family is literally from Jordan. Puts white on all of those things and completely denounce. not she doesn't mean to she was raised to denounce her you know technically it's asian right because that's like it's yeah t- her, so that's another confusing thing it's, like, because it's, it's like, middle eastern is not an option it's just asia it, yeah so it doesn't make sense these see that's boxes, what i'm saying so it's a lot more confusing these boxes most people they're... don't fit into these boxes this is what i'm just trying to get at like you can't you don't have a box that you can pick where you feel like oh yeah that's my race so you just put other. But some places don't have other. That's a pro- no, but this I'm trying to say like this is a whole this whole situation is a problem. Again, you can't make everyone happy. They're not always going to fit into a box. Not everyone is made to click a box and feel like they belong in that. We're box. human. We're not meant to be fitting. We're not. No, we're not. I get it. A hundred percent. I agree. Let me tell you something. But are we not as evolved now that we can't figure out how many boxes there should be? Like how many, like, like how, like, I just, this is so stupid. I can't, do you understand? Do you understand? I think you're just, are you trying to say like, we should make another race? Like another name for I'm not a race saying we should something? make another race. I'm not saying we should make, please. What else <laughs> would be? I don't know what you're trying to say. No. no. It's just that. It's hard because it's like, what do you? There's no answer. I think I think you're being like theoretical. I don't think you're asking for an answer. I think you're just trying to think out loud. You're like, because there is no answer. If you're really asking what I think you are, which is like, you like you're saying like we need an answer for everybody. Why isn't there an answer for everybody? I don't think we ever. Like everyone should feel like they should comfortable. They should have exactly. And we're I don't I agree with you. Everyone should feel like the same and comfortable. Yes, I don't know if we'll ever get there. Like I have like these older like. Like, just because this is, you know, I kind of see it when I'm at work. So it's kind of funny because I deal with people and they have to click these boxes and check these boxes, whatever, right? So usually I have like these older men who are usually like Hispanic or Latino that come up and they're like, I'm trying to fill this out. They filled out the ethnicity part because it's Hispanic or Latino. And they're like, what's my race? They're asking me. Most of the time I'm like, 
I don't know what your race is. You know, like you tell me what what was your race? Like, <laughs> yeah, because you get into that question. So then usually I'm just like, just put other because they don't really fit into those boxes. So I'm just like, and I'm not trying to assume for them, but they're just as confused as I am. So I'm like, you know what? If you don't feel like you're one of these boxes, you just put other. And I know we're having this really big conversation about these boxes and being put into boxes and stuff like that. But like, it really is just, this is just how the world works. Like we really have to be put into boxes. It's crazy. It's sad, but it's a completely valid. It's a really good point to bring up. No, but it is a really good example because if you're talking about the whole science rate, what do they call that? The science racist? What Uh, what was that Racism that stems from science. Racial science. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Would you it. would you call this whole clicking box thing, like picking a box with your race? Would you call that like a science racism? I think. I think. <laughs> I can't even. In, I don't even know. I think people have. I think it's something that's been like instilled in us as a society over years and years and years of using those boxes, and it makes generalizing and organizing easier so companies want to continue pushing it and also it in, in, in like like hiring it also helps people fill you know their their uh, cultural their quotas. quotas their quotas yep their cultural yep, quotas yep, yep, yep. there it is you know, and it's we're all so just numbers it's, it's so disgustingly true what you just said but but it's also beneficial I, you know people uh, people say about it all the time it's a benefit yeah, but it depends on who it's beneficial more, for. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, it's beneficial for both. We need more. I'm just going to talk about Latinos because I'm a Latino. I get to speak on the Latino experience, but I believe we need more African-American people. I believe we need a bunch of different cultures in the in the, in the corporate system. But just for me, because like I said, I'm a Latino. We need more Latinos in the system, right? So I have this job approached to me. Da, 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 I get the job, whatever. Years mm-hmm. later, I find out, oh, you were just to fill a number. That's fine. I filled a number but I also made my voice heard and I put my Latino people out there and I, and I put more Latinos on it. And I, and I got to be a face for another Latino child that might be out there looking to kind of grow. So it's a win-win for both sometimes, but then it also goes into like, especially if it's for someone like me that I have lighter skin, then I take away the advantage of someone that is fully Latino that might be darker skin. Like my dad, like Celine saw my dad for the first time in a picture the other day, he was very dark skin, which is like, something that I did not get from him right yeah but I know for a fact that if we were the same age and everything like that based on generalization and stereotypes and, and racial injustices and race, racism I would probably get the job more than him because I'm I'm fair skin like that's just society and I'm not I'm not stupid to that that like you know I have white privilege to it to an extent yeah. you know what I mean my facial features are still Puerto Rican and you know if you know there are my my accent sometimes does you know go puerto rican and uh, not puerto rican but like spanish and also if i ever like i remember once i was in florida and i started to speak people in spanish because i was trying to grow my spanish and people started looking at me differently and that was very like that was like i mean it wasn't shocking to me but it was just like i kind of laughed too what do you mean in Florida too? Girl, where I lived, it was very racist. And we'll get into oh, like personal experience live. and stuff like that. Uh, but oh. even uh, child, no, but you know? certain no, I'm I guess I don't know Florida, but certain places in Florida have a really big like Hispanic. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I was trying to say I wouldn't I wouldn't expect but... you to get that reaction anywhere, really. You shouldn't be getting that reaction. I mean, anywhere. yeah. 
but anyway, kind of transitioning to the next question. This is perfect transition topic. You know, what are what are some? I just talked about some of mine. I have more, but like to keep it sweet. Like, what are short and sweet? What are some of your cultural experiences that you have gone through that define you? That kind of like set like wow, like this is me. Can you explain a little bit more what you're asking? Like, what do you mean? So, like for me, right? I was pulled away from my culture at a young age. So I was raised not knowing a lot of the Latino stuff. So now I'm paying, I'm not paying for it because it wasn't my fault, but I'm having to work twice as hard to try and get that back. Right. So mm-hmm. something that kind of defined was a defining moment for me in my life was living in Florida where I lived, where racism was at its highest I've ever seen in the world, which I know isn't the highest probably in the world, but it was pretty high. What you saw firsthand. Exactly. Um, that was the defining moment for me living in a racist society. I saw peers of mine get belittled and degraded based on their language, their, the way they looked. And that struck a chord in me and made me want to own my Latino-ness and own me being a Puerto Rican because I was like, all these people, they are the same thing as me, but because they look different, they're getting treated different. So I'm going to rep them, not because I want, I'm going to rep them because I am them and I want to stick by my brothers and sisters and stand with them. And if I have to be the Trojan horse for that, because I happen to get a little bit of a different, uh, you know, treatment because of the color of my skin for, for me to, you know, be the voice for them. If no one wants to listen to them, I will, like, I want to be a part of that movement. I want to stick with them and I want to be with them. And that kind of, and that is what defined me like living in that racist society and even being treated racistly. Like I said, like when I started, you know, even without me starting to speak, you know, my language, I do have Puerto Rican features that people who are very racist towards Puerto Ricans will knock me on. I've been called a skunk before. I've been called like all that, not because, I mean, maybe I just think, I don't know, but this joke was called to me in <laughs> oh terms. Oh my God. I don't know, but this joke was called to me in a racist tour. They were making a racist joke and they did, you know, that's like, that's the thing. So I don't know. I'm saying, I'm going in circles. <laughs> But basically, that's what I mean. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just don't want to. I don't want to say anything wrong. That's really what I'm trying to say because I no, know that I get it. privilege because I'm fair skinned, and that's really what I'm trying to say at the end of the day. But I really do respect my culture, and I really feel like I do identify strong with my culture. And I'm not saying that I've been treated a certain way to like for you to feel pity for me or anything like that because so many people get it worse than me. But I'm saying that mm-hmm. I have experienced that, and I can empathize to an extent with that. And that's really was that is my like catalyst for today. Like just getting over that helping my sisters and brothers through it all right well there you go I mean that's more than enough reason firstly to bring it to myself I don't really have a moment in time that I remember like at least for um because I I felt like I was always intact with my culture and where I'm from like I always had that representation amongst me like in my own family and we had a lot of Turkish American friends that I grew up with my cousins and stuff like that so it was always intertwined and we were never really American here even though we lived in America I'm first generation here none of my family was born here except for me and my brother and my other cousins everybody else was born in Turkey so obviously coming here for them at a young age they got used to how it was like like living here in America but like they never forgot where they came from and um, they instilled that in like all of us as the youngins living here. So um, I, I, I just never, 
I never didn't feel like I was Turkish. Like I always felt like I was always, I was always connected to that part of me and I, and I loved it. I was really into it growing up. Like I loved watching all the Turkish TV shows, all the dramas. Cause if anyone's ever heard of Turkish drama, you got to look into it. It's fucking amazing. I'm dead. They're literally so dramatic for no reason. Instead of K drama, it's T drama. Literally. It's T. It's T. It's T. The T is always hot in Turkey. Let me tell you, the Turkish T gets you right every time. Let me tell you. (laughs) No, but seriously, like I always just felt like I was pretty connected to who I was. And I'm I'm grateful for having the the family that I did have in showing me that. So I mean, of course, like I from like watching you though, I know we've had conversations where I wouldn't say you had and I don't want to speak on your experience, but just watching you and hearing you, I feel like we've had conversations where, you, not that you've had an identity crisis, but like you yourself have told me that you, it's a, it's a, it's a conflicting battle for you sometimes. I remember when we first met, you were like, I just, you know, identify as white. Like I remember you told me when you went to high school, you would just, you wouldn't really, I mean, not that you wouldn't talk about your Turkish roots, but you would just more associate with being white and not really proudly. I remember, and I remember I literally told you, I was like, yo, you're freaking like, you're ethnic. Like you are Turkish. Like you should be proud of that. You should like, and obviously I know you're proud of it, like with your family and stuff like that. But I remember you telling me that you, it wasn't something that you publicly like. It's not some, just, just because it's not something that a lot of people know about. Not a lot of people know what Turkey is or what being Turkish means. So like some people, they wouldn't really know what if it was even a country they thought i was like asking them they wanted turkey for thanksgiving like they thought it was a joke oh usually that's what i got like oh do you eat turkey you live in turkey like stupid shit like, mm. like you're whatever like stupid things like that so like honestly i never really cared about like people if they didn't know what it was if they didn't want to be educated i wasn't going to educate them most people mm-hmm. i came across with that i told that i was turkish either knew that knew people that were and they're like oh my god i love your food i love this and then you know, the conversations would be great but you know i've never really like when i was younger at, at school i didn't really talk about where i was from because i was turkish but i was also muslim so um the two were very like not the best combination i guess for people they couldn't they couldn't comprehend it they didn't understand it i wasn't the norm there wasn't a lot of me anywhere so um it's just something that like i didn't if people wanted to know if they wanted to find out i would tell them what i was i would never say oh i'm white i'm i'm from no i would tell them i'm turkish i'm muslim what do you what what do you want to know and then they would go from there either make fun of me call me a terrorist ask me if i eat turkey and then that was it you don't think that affects you today like the the treatment that you got for that honestly it's ignorance and I know I was I don't want to sound cocky or anything but like like but like I just kind of felt that I was um just educated more than other people were because I don't remember ever being like I don't remember feeling like I didn't understand someone being different like I knew that where I'm living today I'm different because there's not a lot of people there's not a lot of me here there's not a lot of there was you're the only Turkish here. person I know I'm pretty sure you're the only Turkish person that I've ever met which is yeah, very sad not, for me to say but no it's not it's very common because like I no, just but, said there's not a lot of me here there's but not I think it's important for us school. to surround our 
cells with like people of different diversities and cultures and stuff like that that's what i was saying 100 and that's why it's so funny but when you meet another turkish person like living here to like us it's so special like it's like oh my god like it's like you know what i'm saying like where are you mm-hmm. from like where were your parents born like it's like a great conversation it's different because there's not a lot of us right mm-hmm. like i said especially growing up in my school system i swear to god i think there was maybe three of me like turkish woman muslim mm-hmm. three one of them was including me my best friend mm. me my best friend and this other girl i swear to god three out of the whole old bridge public i'm sorry i'm like giving my government out there but I know. my <laughs> school my school districts the whole thing three so i i don't know i just i'm used to it like I'm, I'm just used to not being recognized and not being put out there. So it's like, to me, like if I know who I am and I can celebrate it with people that respect who I am, then I'm good. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think like that- I'm not, I'm not about to tell somebody that oh I'm 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 this and this and that and you know you should really you should really be into my culture my ethnicity my heritage you should really be into it it's great it's I don't give a shit you listen I know who I am I know where I come from and I love where I come from and I don't I don't really care what other people have to say at least about that yeah I I agree and I I to an extent like I think For me, I know, you you would go ahead. For me, at this point in my life, when I experience, you know, that like you said, that ignorance, I kind of laugh. I I take it in and I digest it and I think about it, but I also laugh because it just confuses me on what inspires them to say what they say trying to insult any culture racism makes me laugh and it makes me it doesn't make me laugh obviously because it's not a funny thing but it just it just boggles my mind because it's like what does that mean when you say that obviously you're trying to insinuate a negative you're trying to bring a negative connotation around this thing you're saying but what is that going to do about the situation and is that going to make you feel any better like that's just like like you're saying like it's just ignorance to me i know recently i had this experience like we were talking at a table at my at someone's house and was I, I was there because I knew the person that owned the house. Like we were really close and their friend was there. We were all getting along. Everything was fine. And then this person says, I don't, I'm not saying this to be racist, but my daughter was dating this Puerto Rican and he lives across the street and his family was known for the end of the and I was like, you don't say, and my, I was talking to my friend about this the other day and she was like, well, sometimes you could say that someone's race to describe them and stuff like that. And like, yeah, I understand that. But like when this, with this connotation and this, like with, with they were trying to insinuate, you don't just say that, oh, I'm not racist. But obviously, if, what if you're going to say somebody racist? If you have to, mm-hmm. like, if you're yeah. going to say something like that doesn't make sense to me. And it really like it like this has happened like multiple times, not just to me, but like to other cultures. Like someone will be like, I'm not racist, but this, you know, you know, whatever person is. Like it's just like 
you're making a very racist statement and you saying that you're not racist does not help the statement that you just made. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no. it, I, 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 I think that this conversation was very, like, it was, it was a lot of information. This is not a, this is a very, like, a serious conversation. And it's like, you can't really joke about it because it is people, people go through on an everyday basis, not just us, you know, other people have their own experiences. So much worse than us. We get, honestly, we're privileged for the amount that we've experienced compared to other people, like, 100%, 100%. My, like, just to say this, what I'm trying to say when we bring it back to race is that everyone has their own experiences. Some people worse than others. Some people get killed over this. You know what I'm saying? This is no joke. And I feel like as a society, in my opinion, to continue to talk about it is great to bring awareness to it and to, 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 to not acknowledge it's there. But if there isn't going to be change, then there's no reason to have these conversations. If they're not going to lead anywhere, then there's there's really no point. Like we need we need it to lead somewhere. Like we can't just be having conversations and it not going anywhere. But I think these conversations, I mean, it's going to take this, time. It's going to take a hundred percent. But again, if it's if it's not if it's if it's then we're not having the right conversations. Like this is not it's not it. Like we need to just feel safe. Everyone needs to be able to feel safe. Like this is I think that we're the having the, the right conversations. I just think the wrong people are in charge. And that's a whole different conversation. I don't even, that's a whole other different conversation. But like it's I, just like, but if people are like, if the people in charge are stuck in their ways, like someone said, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's all that I'm going to, I'm going to say that. And I'm going to let people like simmer with that statement you can't teach an old dog new tricks a lot of times it is a lot harder to teach older people you know not just older people but people who are stuck in their ways i get what you're saying progressive which is they're considered what we're talking about right now is actually considered i believe considered pretty progressive even though it's not it's pretty it should be pretty natural and normal and like standard but i most people consider this progressive thinking so a lot of people have uncomfortable. Like, they feel uncomfortable about thinking like that. So it's a little harder to teach these people new tricks. And so I don't like you said these conversations we're having it wrong. We're having like uh, we're not having the right conversations. I could agree to an extent, but I also think we're just the people who are in charge just don't care. They just don't want to hear it. We have yeah, but we also we're not having the wrong conversations. We just need to be having more of the right conversations. Like everyone, guess, that, yeah. there, there's conversations that are happening. I mean, yeah, but if it's not going anywhere, if it's not changing anything, this episode we mainly talked obviously about Latinos and you know Turkish people because that's the races that we have experience with and we, and we know the most cultures. about yeah because races ethnicity cultures all that stuff that we have experience with um however like we keep mentioning there are so many other people and cultures and races and ethnicities that go through way worse and we empathize with you and while we have not experienced to the the extent as of you we're here for you we support you we stand with you stand for you and uh we're, we're all in this together you know at the end of the day even if you are white you know we have they're, we're all humans and we all need to just be humans you know i i've talked with Celine multiple times i hate labels i don't identify yeah, as a lot so of I... things um i don't really hold labels to my name often when it comes to certain topics but with such a strong one like racism i make sure i proudly announce that i'm puerto rican because 
I feel like that's important. I feel like that's an important conversation. When people don't see race, you need to make it seen. 100%. I agree. That is true. Anyways. And I also don't like, I don't like the assuming. I don't, I don't like no. when people assume. But um, I feel like that's something also like the whole assuming. I think a lot of people today just kind of assume, you know, like what people are. Ask me how many times people think I'm Mexican. Please ask me how many times people think I'm Mexican. <laughs> I'm dead. I've never gotten that I look Turkish. And when I tell people that I'm Muslim, I'm not trying to bring religion into it. When I tell people that I'm Muslim, they look at me like I have 16 heads because they're I'm like, there's, there's no way. I had a guy tell me that I should be wearing a hijab if I want to call myself Muslim. I said, mm. sir. I said, sir. <laughs> Anyways, so this is the craziness <laughs> of the world that we live in. But again, everyone, it's it goes back to really just, you know, like your your how the, that person's head mind works. How they have if they were raised in a household that was ran a certain way, that's a big factor. 100%. And this is known. This is this is this is it. That is it. Honestly, this was a, such a hard conversation. This to have. was I really very hope- hard. I'm pretty sure we probably said things wrong a few times, and I really, I really hope there's no more questions. No, we're Are done. We done with the questions, please, we're because done. I seriously don't think I can do this anymore. I'm dead. I feel like I'm ready to change the world. I'm dead. Bring She's- me to the White House right now. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this lengthy episode. All of the oh my fun. God fun conversations we had going from Mandela to you know no our people being jerks and now you know just about race and just our cultural and ethnical ethnic experiences I hope you guys enjoyed it I hope you guys had a little bit of a thought-provoking thought to yourselves and um yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Any final thoughts, Celine? Send away. I feel like we were all over the place this episode. To be honest, I feel like this is the most all over the place we've been. I feel like we talked, we did have an article about race, but we also did bring up our own ethnicities and culturally what we, you know what I mean? Go through. Feel like final thoughts for me. We were all over the place. Okay. That's it. We were all over the place. <laughs> Like genuinely, we were little. I can't even put it into words. We went from race to ethnicity to the heritages to the ancestries. Like we were all over the place, but it all coincides. It was a beautiful yeah. conversation, and that's it for tonight, guys. We will see you next week. Thank you. I'm and I just a little disclaimer. I'm pretty sure I said I I've used. I, I'm pretty sure we probably both used race and ethnicity and culture and all that stuff interchangeably. They're not inter- interchangeable yes, we words. Did. I'm very aware that every single word has a clear definition and sometimes i get race. a little mixed up exactly i did so i'm sorry if i mixed a few things up i hope you guys understand and our understanding thank you guys so much for listening i really hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope you guys had a stellar time on this crazy unorganized mess of a ride <laughs> pretty much